0: What's up, guys? Welcome to Diggity, a video game podcast episode number two hundred and sixty-one. I'm Jeff James it's with me, as man. always. Whoa, imposter! Not as, not, not as, as always. always, not luscious Brody faults uh, in the in the hot seat today. It is um, a friend that my God has listened to all of our stuff, and also is a mod uh, generally um, on the YouTube and Twitch side of stuff, and also in the Discord, which helps a ton so thank you to his service but we've got uh we've got uh eric aka obligatory toast in the old uh uh, spawn camp community and um it's gonna be great man i really Mm -hmm. think um we're gonna have some good discussions and shit i mean you have like we were just talking before i before your wedding a couple years ago i was doing the podcast in your living room (laughs)
1: <laughs> yep, yeah, my uh, just my, while I was traveling up there. appearance on the uh, on the podcast.
0: Yeah, it was great. Um, but yeah, we're we're gonna have a blast tonight. It's gonna be great. We are going to really uh, dive into some pretty sweet uh, uh, stories uh, that we've got uh, from across the interwebs. But if this is your first time uh, ever listening to Diggity, welcome. Um, we were at first a, a audio podcast and then we dove into the uh hellhole of youtube and twitch um and uh, slowly climbing up the ladder uh but you can check us out on youtube uh the video version and see our beautiful faces uh every thursday evening around 9 p.m eastern time uh, on twitch and on youtube and the audio version of the podcast always goes live each week um minus holidays here and there um at uh, like five five thirty in the morning on, on Fridays, the so crack you can of dawn. really, yeah, yeah, exactly, the crack it down. So you can, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you can really listen to it, listen to us uh, for your morning commute, uh, and it's a fantastic time. Uh, and if you are listening to the audio version, try jumping over to the video version. Uh, I know the audio version uh, would do pretty good on there uh, in terms of uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, you name it, we're on every single streaming platform, uh, and we're also on that whole uh, thing called social media as well on Twitter and Instagram at diggity podcast. So follow us over there as well. Uh, and uh, definitely check out spawn camp, which is what we're part of on YouTube. That's how you'll find our videos. Um, we've got WCD and beyond on there, which is another show as well as uh, bill bros with, which is all old gun plus stuff. And that community is wild and I love them, <laughs> but they're wild. Uh, and you can also actually uh, join our discord as well for free. Uh, we don't uh, charge for anything. It's not part of a Patreon deal or anything like that at all. It is just open. It's a great community. We talk about games. We talk about books. We talk about music. We talk about F1. It does not matter what it is. We all nerd out. We all get together, have a good time. And it is one of the last sacred places on the internet left known to man. Uh, That is not uh, incredibly dangerous and deadly. And uh, you can get that link uh, in the uh, audio show notes as well. It's in the comment section right now as well on YouTube if you're not part of it. And uh, yeah, I think I... I think I hit all the. Oh, I guess the last thing. Um, this Monday we're bringing back OBO, which is our podcast called Objectively Bad Opinions, which is always just, just wild. It's never. It's not. Uh, it's not safe for work, uh, without headphones, typically. Um, but it's a good time. I'll tell you the that. Op- the op- epitome
1: of chaos.
0: It is. It is uh, straight chaos, uh, but we love it so. Um. We, we, we definitely cannot complain there at all. And that was but,
1: uh, coming back once a month, eh? Yeah,
0: it is once a month to start, and then, and then we'll see where uh, we go from there. But uh, it should just be a good time. It's a, basically just a ridiculous uh, bantery podcast where multiple hosts from multiple Spawn Camp projects kind of come together and... Uh, Shoot the shit, and some weird stuff yeah. goes on. <laughs> I, I don't,
1: there's quite a few that, that I'm just splitting my sides, laughing.
0: Yeah, whole, some whole, some like, of them the are uh, pretty wild. There, but, yeah, pretty, pretty wild. But for sure. with all this said, let's jump right on into the news, my man. Um, so the big, uh, news that that hit a couple of days ago, um, and uh, just stuff that obviously everyone always has a an eye turn to this, uh, is GTA Six. So Grand Theft Auto Six. Um, is at least two years away, um, but is being made under improved conditions um, uh, at Rockstar, which is great to hear. Great to hear that there's you know some better employee practices there as well, and also to hear that we're going to get a game, which is also fantastic. Yeah. But um, basically, uh, the report centers on changes with Rockstar since the company's public reckoning with uh, Crunch back in 2018. So obviously, we hit those reports where Crunch time was just absolutely insane um and uh the the things like dan hauser said his team had been working 100 hour weeks to finish uh red dead redemption 2 which is wild uh to think but uh hell i'll tell you what that game shows 100 hour weeks because that game is a masterpiece um but they've definitely made some changes to that uh and uh gta 6 looks looks like it's going to be about two years out probably I'd probably say three, to be honest with you, just to hedge with a delays, bet. Yeah. yeah, but I, I bet you we'll probably eventually see um, them come out and, and talk about that. We'll talk about that in a second. But the report basically states that GTA 6 will also include the series' first playable female protagonist as one of its lead characters. It'll be a Bonnie and Clyde-style duo where the woman is also of uh, Latina descent. Um And uh, it also reiterates previously reported details, such as the game's map, which was originally planned to feature large swaths of North and South America being scaled back to make development more manageable with a map initially focused on modern day Miami vice city and the surrounding areas that will then be expanded over time, which is interesting. And I honestly, I like that a lot more um, from that, that uh, the thing, but uh, some interesting Side stuff, and and we'll we'll talk about this in the second, Eric, in, in greater detail. But also part of this rumor is unlike the previous games, GTA Six developers are said to be avoiding jokes with punch down to marginalized groups, um, mm. and being more sensitive to some cultures. Uh, and the report also details that cops and crooks have planned cops and robbers style mode for GTA Online that Rockstar canned uh, in response, also to the uh, the police murder of George Floyd when that happened. It probably wouldn't have been the best idea to launch something like that. Uh, Other changes within Rockstar itself as a company include a new flex time policy to immediately gain back extra time spent working, uh, a narrowed uh, pay gap, and the hiring of additional producers to ensure workloads are better managed. So um, we'll have to see what comes of this. My guess is that it's probably three years out. I don't. I yeah, don't foresee it two years. I think estimate. two years is yeah. probably when they really start ramping up like a lot of marketing for it and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, I'm sure start we'll start getting gameplay. a tease. Maybe we'll start seeing a tease in the next at least year, uh, somewhere. Whether that's at uh, you know next year's E3 time, uh, or whether that's at uh, Game Awards or something like that. You know what I mean? Like a or Summer Game Fest some. Some J- Jeff Keely event. They'll give it and to some... Jeff Keely for sure. They're gonna, yeah, they'll give it to Jeff yeah, Keely for sure. Yeah, um, there's no doubt. So let's kind it. of dissect this. First of all, um, the hundred hour weeks. That's great that they're not doing that. I don't know what your sense is on that, but you know, I, I, I can, I think work to me in a lot of ways is, um, busy times can be seasonal, and that's mm. fine, mm-hmm. right? Like to to me, yeah. I know some people aren't cool with that. I know some people. I uh, just want the standard 40 hours every single week. To me, I am fine knowing that, okay, this is only going to last, you know, a week, two weeks or something like that because it's a seasonal thing. Um, not 100 hours, might I add, but uh, certainly a lot less. Uh, but um, I'm cool with that. It's great to see that they're not going to do 100-hour weeks. I thought it was really neat, their their flex time where basically if you put in overtime, you get that time off. Which I thought was kind of fascinating. That's kind of an interesting mm-hmm. take on that. I think a lot of people would honestly, in a lot of companies, do that. I mean, I would. Yeah, if I could front load all of my work through Monday to Thursday and have Friday off, I would do that. Like 100%. Mm-hmm. No questions asked. Um. W- w- so what do you think about that piece of this story as we dissect it?
1: I, um, I think it's really nice that they're making these steps towards like... Some better business practices. Uh, I mean, in general, right? We have some more, uh, some some better work structures and, uh-huh. and stuff within within the company. And I, I think it's definitely going to uh, hopefully end up with a better game when people are more comfortable and more happy with their jobs. So I I think you know whenever somebody's happy and comfortable, I think they they put in better work. So.
0: Yeah, sure. I couldn't agree more with that. Um, then they obviously the next part of dissecting this is obviously the uh, female first playable female protagonist um, in the series. Uh, I think this is cool. Uh, I not on, honestly not from a from a uh, not that I not that I, I, I care about the I guess a quality piece to it. I think it's just good for GTA in general. Like the story is always focused around um, a dude or multiple dudes uh, in in GTA five, for instance, and, you know, rough and tough people. And this will be kind of a breath of fresh air. It'll kind of be really cool if the rumors are true that this is more of a Bonnie and Clyde style, which makes it, you know, a really cool partnership that I think will definitely be able to expand the story better um, and make things, you know, a lot more interesting uh what, what's your kind of thoughts on that
1: I, I i definitely agreeable to that it's uh we'll have an interesting dynamic with yes yeah. uh like you said bonnie and clyde type relationship here and uh compared to the the previous game uh with with the three guys uh i their names are escaping me right now but <laughs> yeah. um the uh that that was always interesting. and uh, certainly, there's an equality piece here um, that that can be talked to death. but um, it's it's just a bonus really on top.
0: Yeah, I think it's gonna make for a great story. the three the three you're thinking of, by the way, is Franklin Michael, and Trevor. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I definitely yeah uh, I definitely think that's going to uh, bring a cool dynamic to it and just make a really cool story where. Not that GTA necessarily didn't have a good story. I think it's always had a great story, um, but maybe this is going to allow them to elaborate more. So it's not; it's less and less of a um, go to point A to get to point B. Go to go to point C and collect point. Mm-hmm. You know the next thing at point D. Maybe we can actually focus a little bit more on that. Um, now, the biggest thing I think of this rumor that kind of people are overshadowing and they're kind of just putting the female protagonist in there is really uh, the fact that they're going to have originally the map was going to have uh, parts of North and South America, large swaths of it. And in this rumor, it's saying it's being scaled back to make development more manageable by featuring uh, modern day Miami Vice City. Right. Uh, and surrounding areas. And that would be yeah. expanded over time. I think this is brilliant. I think this is fantastic. I think in GTA right now. I uh, primarily GTA online or really just GTA online. Um, you know, you, you obviously have the ability to go to other islands. They've, they've added some other stuff into it. That's great. But how amazing would it be if you could go like a little bit north of, of part of Miami and they're just like, Hey, we've unlocked the South. You know what I mean? Like we've unlocked Georgia, Louisiana, Alabama, Mississippi, stuff like that, where, you know, that's unlocked or South America. Okay, cool. You can fly and you can get to, you know, whatever. I think that's amazing because that's going to bring a ton of life into the game uh, over time. Uh, Not that obviously GTA 5 hasn't done well with GTA Online, um, but I think that'd be a, a huge touch, especially if it's going to create more and more story over time and make it more compelling for me to play it over the years from the story aspect if they continue just to add more large swaths of land. That'd be fantastic. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Uh it's definitely interesting having those more locales. I mean the the original map GTA five was incredible. Like, oh, especially yeah. it's when amazing. it first came out. Um had like lots of different variation in, in like sort of locales. But to have this expandability, they can essentially do whatever they want. Yeah, and they, they can, can do, do they, can go anywhere. they can have mountains, they can have, uh, like forest, like heavy forested areas, like, uh, even, uh, smaller, like not skyscraper cities, but like lower lying uh-huh. cities and, and yep. stuff like that. And definitely, uh, I mean, live service, like, could this be like yeah. pushed into something where, you know, it's just constantly expanding, or ever changing maps or, or something like that. Like it's uh it's, so, there's a lot of So my of my stuff thought
0: my thought on that with the live service PC you discuss is I think I think they're gonna keep GTA uh online its own property. And I think yeah. that yes, it will inherit some map changes. Just like uh just like a Call of Duty Warzone would, mm-hmm. um where it gets a, a probably Yeah, probably a graphically dumbed down (laughs) map version of whatever this is going to be. Um, And then I think this is going to be primarily based and focused around the story itself, at least for the first couple of years, like the first year or two. And then maybe they'll get more and more into live service. But I think you leave GTA Online as a standalone product. And that's what they've kind of done in this latest update with making it free to play and, and, and keeping that separate. From the actual story itself and, and the story kind of just plays into the online portion itself and i think that's kind of I think it's kind of probably one of the best ways to 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 go about that um one of the concerns i i do have and it's not a concern on the on the ethics of the principle of 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 punching down to marginalized groups i don't think anyone really wants to do that <laughs> in life but uh what i definitely don't want to be missing from gta is i don't want the quirkiness and the over us the on purpose and with hilarity uh uh stereotyping within the game uh everywhere from uh you know redneck mountainous people down to you know um the you know the mexican culture whatever in gta 5 for example has like on the radio stations there's just some hilarious shit. And to be honest with you, a lot of the culture around it in terms of the 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 jokes and stuff with Punch Down is more against Americana. I mean, it, it's really not like there's some stuff that that's cultural based, but a lot of it is really just like quirky funny shit and 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 playing on extremes uh about America within within the radio, within in some of the dialogue, some of the shit that happens in the game. Um and I just hope that if if they're Punching down, maybe they punch on the, the big ones, but they still keep they keep some some of that stuff because I, I don't I don't really know what they mean by avoiding jokes, because are there some jokes? Yes. But to be honest with you, I think more of it is just creating something that feels so real. And then in some moments, you catch yourself listening to like some crazy ad on the radio while you're driving your car, and you're like, what the fuck did you just say?
1: (laughs) What am I listening to? (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, I I mean, what what are your thoughts on that? Because I feel like that's, like, one of the best parts of of GTA is it's here's this incredibly modern game with great graphics. It's got so Mm -hmm. much realism. And then you're immersed in that realism, and there's jokes flying left, right, and center uh, just about Americana itself.
1: It's uh, it's a difficult balance, right? Yeah. So there, obviously, these days there's huge push, huge huge movement to, uh, not marginalizing groups and like uh playing to stereotypes and stuff like that. But uh, there is a big part of comedy, and uh, a big part of, like that type of stuff that is. It's 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 good to be able to make fun of yourself, or good to be yeah, able to make fun sure. of uh, these certain groups in a a safe space. I guess is sort of sure. for the lack of better words. So like it, I and the worry is if they aren't making these jokes, does it dry out the gameplay? The game, right? It just becomes a yeah. simulator
0: of going and doing things within the city.
1: Yeah. Like the GTA has always been like, I mean, maybe not. I I would say Saints Row is sometimes like, like quite a bit higher. Oh yeah, like for just sure. Over the top, but the GTA has always been on like the side of like pretty crazy. Like
0: yeah yeah yeah. No, that so was uh, that was like perfectly put, man. I I definitely agree with you on that. Like, there's a time and a place, and it's like. This is probably a medium where, like, it's fine at the level that they were already doing it at. Is like, there, I don't really think I've never really heard anyone complain about
1: it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a reason why these games are 18 plus, right? Like,
0: yeah. You know, yeah. And also, like, there's a reason why, like, tens of millions of people have purchased these games. If there was a yeah. problem with them, I mean, I'm sure those tens of millions of people are not all white people are all, like, of one. <laughs> nationality so it's like i'm sure someone would have complained at this point and stuff would have been done but um i think they do in a good in a good sense i think you're right uh saint definitely escalates it
1: (laughs) to a a pretty fucking island. level maybe a little too much yeah
0: maybe a little too uh, much but yeah um cool yeah so again i guess quick recap i think uh you know maybe about three years or whatever for this really truthfully and uh i'm i just really want to see some marketing out there for it i really not that, not that i don't even it's not that i even need to see gameplay or anything like that i just want to see someone come out and be like yeah this is some you know just even a light little hint or someone just comes up and says yep we're about x <laughs> amount it. away and then yeah. like then we know you know every couple of months we might get a little bit of a rumor we might get a little bit of a tease or something
1: like that but
0: um i definitely just want to hear the next thing rockstar is working on because rockstar yeah. is just i mean they're an absolutely amazing team.
1: Imagine at the the game awards, uh, who's the uh, CEO of Rockstar? Um, oh geez, walk, he walks out on the stage and says, "Yep, we're doing it," and then just walks off. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, I'd be fine with that, dude. I'd be absolutely yeah. fine with that. I don't care. I mean, I know that they've said it's in development already, but uh, you know, just be like, "Yeah, you'll be able to play this or this or Yep, it's in Vice City, modern day Vice City. It's two times the size of the map of GTA Five, something like that. Something cool. Um, but, uh, yeah, well, anyways, we'll move on to the next, uh, bit of news we've got here, my dude. So, um, we'll quickly hit the PlayStation plus essential games for August, 2022. Uh, so they were confirmed. Uh, so here we go. This is actually pretty dope. Uh, so available starting August 2nd, you'll be able to pick up Tony Hawk's pro skater one and two cross gen deluxe bundle for the PS five and the PS four. Uh, you'll be able to pick up Yakuza Like a Dragon for PS5 and PS4 and Little Nightmares for PS4. What I'm stunned at with this is, and perhaps they just have stuff in their queue still. Um with you know the refresh of, of PlayStation now, but I mean, like, no lie, Game Pass destroyed games with gold. <laughs> like games with games with gold are not great, uh, traditionally, uh, or typically, sorry. Uh, yes, I have on a regular basis.
1: The list here for games for gold for yeah,
0: August. yeah. Yeah, read it. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Uh
1: we have Calico uh, coming out August first to thirty-first. Scourge, Scourge Bringer, Scourge Bringer, however you want to pronounce it. August sixteenth, <laughs> September 15th, Saints Row two, uh the first to the fifteenth. Okay. And then Monaco, what's yours is mine from August sixteenth to thirty first. So I mean Saints Row two is the only thing that
0: comes- is- Remotely, to mind here. yeah, and I mean, the the playability of that game. Like, let's be real, Saints Row two, it's not something that I'm probably gonna dive a whole bunch of time into, maybe but a like, little dated to have, yeah, to have uh, to have Tony Hawk, and there's just that's awesome, that's that's pretty cool. But yeah, I'm, I'm stoked yeah. that they're doing this. Um, even with PlayStation now, um, you know, they didn't really have to offer that game for free, they could have probably offered lesser games and, and and done some other stuff, but. To see Yakuza in there, to see uh, Tony Hawk. Um, This is really cool. I'm stoked for that for sure. Um, Another piece of PlayStation news that hit the airwaves is there's a system software beta uh, that kicked off today um, and invited certain participants in select countries. And uh, there's actually some really good new features. So the biggest one would be new gameplay and personalization options. So they're bringing 1440p HDMI video output to the ps5 um yeah it's great um so the ps5 beta introduced support for 1440p HDMI video output enabling players to choose an additional visual setting on compatible pc monitors and tvs Uh, if the game you're playing supports 1440p rendering you can experience native 1440p output on your display as well which is great so it's not interlaced or anything like that it's all native it's not compressed um Or if you're playing a higher game with a higher native resolution than 4K, then you may benefit from improved anti-aliasing through super sampling down to 1440p for those elite gamers. Um, And uh, you can easily do this within the PS5 by testing 1440p output under screen and video options within the system settings to see if your HDMI device is compatible with it. So that's great. Um, Some other stuff, game lists. This is awesome. So in your game library, you'll be able to create game lists, which make organizing your games even easier, which is this is something that... Uh, is a little bit of a pain in the butt, uh, yeah. especially when you get going with these these free games. Um, like we just got these games in August. Um, so you'll be able to go to your collection tab and you'll be able to select create game list. You choose the games you want to that game list and then dec- and you decide what to name it. So it basically folders in a lot of ways, right? Uh, you can have up to 15 game lists and 100 games per game list. I think that's plenty. All games under the your collection tab of your game library can be added to a game list, including disc, digital, and streaming titles, and you can also add the same game to multiple game lists, which is great. So you could make yo know, my favorite action games, my favorite RPG games, whatever you want, have them in there or, uh, and easily the be backlog, able to click.
1: The backlog The list. backlog,
0: yeah. The backlog list. That's perfect example, man. That's yeah. a great example of how to use this for sure. um, um do you
1: what do you know what I don't see here though? What did you see? I don't see themes.
0: That's right. <laughs> that's bullshit. <laughs> What the fuck? We're heavy on our themes, man. I know. I know. They can make so much money. Uh, some more features coming. You can compare 3D audio and stereo audio. So you can listen to and compare the differences between 3D and stereo audio on the same screen and then choose your preferred setting. This is kind of a no-brainer. They should have probably been in there. Like, what does it sound like? What's a good example of 3D audio versus normal stereo audio? Um, there's also easier access to in progress ex- activities. So, when you're resuming a game, in progress activities are often shown prominently at the top of the game hub to make it as easy and as fast possible to get back to where you left off, which is fantastic getting into the game. And then there's uh, new social features where you can request a share screen. So, you can now uh, request party members to start sharing their screens to watch their gameplay rather than them, you know, having to click that themselves uh, or get a verbal uh, thing from you within a party. Um, Which is awesome. So you can just go to the voice chat card and then select the party member you want and send uh, request uh, share screen and then, you know, go in with it. Uh, There's also a joinable game notification. So when you join a party and a party member is playing a game, you can join. You'll now receive a notification, which is great. So if me and Eric are both playing Overwatch, I'll receive a notification. It's like, hey, you can join Eric's game. It's like, dope. Let's go for it. We'll join the group. Yeah. We'll get in there. Uh, Um...
1: Yeah. Interestingly, because uh, we've we've tr- struggled with this in the past is trying to share gameplay. Oh my uh, god, yes. Because I mean, I'm still I still have a PS4. I haven't committed to a PS5 <laughs> yet. But uh, the uh, that is probably the reason why it doesn't work. But um, having more uh, of this share screen making it a bit easier certainly uh, will, will help help out. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, then you'll also be able to view new friends profiles so when you accept a friend request in the received list you can now view your new friends profile and accepted requests which is kind of cool just to see it you can send stickers and voice messages in game base which is basically the chat situation for it as well and uh, it's great the beta community is going through it i don't know when it will officially launch but those are great additions to the ps5 ui and i, I just i love how they're really adding to it i mean every month every month or every couple of months there have been different things i mean the the voice activation and voice support ai assistant has been amazing uh, to use i use that all the time now um i've noticed the ui has gotten a lot snappier a lot quicker more refreshed and it's just cool to see them continue to support this thing it's it's fantastic i love it and i yeah, love the game I, list idea i love your idea specifically about the yes, backlog the back- you're like okay time to make this list and you can take them off it's just brilliant right brilliant
1: yeah that's awesome um yeah, it's it's great that uh they keep they keep working away at this. It's I mean it, it I, it's definitely important, right? That you you have this this service that you're offering to your gamers. And, oh yeah. Uh, you you want to keep them happy and keep adding new features that and the hardware in the PlayStation and the Xbox have great amazing capabilities and uh, exploiting that should uh should definitely continue.
0: Certainly. Absolutely. Uh next piece of news: Mario Kart Eight Deluxe Booster Course Pass Wave Two <laughs> has <laughs> it's been released. It's such a Nintendo thing to do, right? How else could you elongate this and make it sound more Nintendo? What would you say to this? Um,
1: I I think it's missing some more flavor text like Deluxe, Ultra, or Ultimate, yes. or or well, I guess like it's that, got like,
0: deluxe, yeah. So Mario, it could be like Mario Kart Eight Deluxe Super Booster Course Pass Ultimate Wave Two or something like that. Yeah, would be like exactly that's absolute that's crescendo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Nintendo. Um, okay, cool. So I played the first wave, um, and I've got the pass for all of this. Uh, and and I think it's great when Nintendo decided to do with this. I mean, personally speaking, I would have loved to see a new game altogether. But I also understand that they've got a ton of tracks across older titles and across smartphone apps now that just could probably be ported in in some fashion and, and allow people to play them. So um, the courses were revealed, which is great. So you're going to be getting New York Minute from Mario Kart Tour, which is awesome. You're going to get Mario Kart Circuit th- – or, sorry, Mario Circuit 3 from Super Mario Kart. You're going to get Calamari Desert from Mario 64, which that's amazing. That's going to be a blast from the past. Yeah. Um, Waluigi Pinball from Mario Kart DS. What's well, one of my favorite maps. Waluigi Is it really? Pinball.
1: Yeah. From, awesome. From the DS, I played the heck out of the DS one.
0: Uh, Sydney Spring from Mario Kart Tour. Snowland from Mario Kart Super Circuit. Mushroom Gorge from Mario Kart Wii. There's a little blast from the past. And Sky High Sunday is a new track that will head to Mario Kart Tour at a later date as well. So this is kind of interesting because you were talking about before the show that there's some Mario Kart Tour tracks coming. But then there's also some tracks that were made that are now going go to go uh, yeah. to Mario Kart Tour itself as well. Feed
1: into each other. You got to make that uh, that beautiful mo- uh, mobile moolah.
0: Oh, yeah, dude. Mobile moolah is, uh, is key nowadays. Um, look, I'm stoked for this. I know when they first announced, I was like, ah, geez, just give me, give me, you know, a new, a new Mario Kart. But I got to say, like, this you is can great. Say it.
1: You can say it.
0: Well, I want Double Dash. I mean, we all know that. <laughs> <This is> my, <laughs> yeah. That's my dream, the, dude. The, the dream. I don't think it'll ever come back, though. I was, I, uh, I was watching a, a YouTuber. Everyone should watch this guy. His name is Liam Triforce. And He does these unbelievable, like hour and a half hour long videos on games, like the history of specific games. And then I was recently watching one on a GameCube, and it is just a fantastic uh, uh video of just how great the GameCube was and the games that were on it. Uh, and uh, he started talking about Double Dash, I'm like, oh man, <laughs> and I my dream. I'm just yeah, I'm just a sucker for double dash, bro. I love it. Yeah, I think it's like the best Mario Kart.
1: Yeah. Here's like my th- what I think they should do with Mario Kart is they should make a new one, drop the number. Just mark and go the way of smash of this? bros. Smash Bros ultimate, Mario Kart Ultra, ultimate, whatever. And just um, do this, yeah. And just do like double dash mode, um, because I mean, me too. Double dash is my favorite Mario yeah. Kart game. Uh, double dash mode, like regular mode, and just be able to have like all the all the maps, all the players, and everything, and and just continually build onto it, like they're doing for Mario Kart Eight, uh-huh. but have like it updated into like the ultimate edition. Like this is the final Mario Kart and just continuously update it with season passes and stuff like that.
0: I 100% I'd, agree.
1: That would make sense to me.
0: Yeah, I um, think at this point, we're not going to get one until the next system comes out, which is probably a year or two announced from now.
1: Well, it's like we're halfway through the Switch's lifespan or something. Are like we? That, I just think we're beyond
0: it. it. I think like we're about to approach like the uh, end of it. I forget now. I could uh, be wrong. You want to, if want to Google that, please go for that. Span. But um, yeah, like I, I, totally agree with you. You just call it Mario Kart, and then you just start, just keep adding courses, and you make it DLC, and people will pay for it, hundred percent, hundred percent. I will do that. But like, yeah, forty eight courses across these waves. There's still three more waves, or sorry, four more waves because there's six waves, uh, to continue going here. Um, that's amazing. That's huge. Um, but yeah, I, hundred percent agree with you, Eric. Like. <laughs> Just make it Mario Kart and just make new maps for it bring old maps over people would just pour money into it but I don't think they're gonna do something like that until it's on a on a new system in in my own personal opinion what do you got
1: uh inconclusive I found I, inconclusive but <laughs> if we if we think about it switch was released what 2016 2017. Right. Um
0: I believe sixteen. But it could be wrong. Uh bu- 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 I'm getting I, I get nothing but like switch light shit. Hold on. Original Nintendo Switch.
1: Yes, March third, twenty seventeen. Twenty seven uh, was released worldwide so in most regions. 18, 19,
0: 20, 21, 22, five years. <sighs> yeah five years in i mean they don't Tenure, have to do something new plan. but i mean you are kind of you're really with with when they made something so handheld at the time that they did with the things with the items that they built one out of it is so limited from a technical standpoint but they are they're doing tons of workarounds. the cloud-based stuff is amazing yeah. um
1: i mean the what they can do with those games is still incredible. Like I know, I agree. We've, you guys have talked about it in the past Uh the companies that do the port, uh, the ports. I forget the name of the company. Specific. The Panic Button the is one, for panic example. Panic Button that does incredible ports that like optimizes the games and incredibly. If you even think back to Breath of the Wild and the incredible magic they did with that game, and like it looks gorgeous and it's mm-hmm. uh it's there's no load screens right like you can just yep. walk wherever you want it's it's a uh, they can do a lot with the lack of hardware but it would be nice to have something that's more snappy um can run higher fidelity games and, and everything like that right so yeah
0: for sure uh,
1: yeah i know cool. we're all dreaming of the, the switch pro
0: oh god Well, I'm sure there'll be a rumor next week about the Switch Pro coming out. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's how she usually goes. Um, And then moving on, last story of tonight, uh, speaking of mobile money, bro, Diablo Immortal (laughs) reaches $100 from microtransaction spending. So despite the criticisms about in-game spending, the game is making a shit ton of money for Activision, uh, Blizzard Activision, and... Can't blame them for this business move. Can't blame them for this business move. I mean, I remember remember when like people were criticized and uh, people basically said, oh, this is bullshit. There's no way they're going to make all this money. Um, and, And, you know, like, why the hell would they bring this to this? Bro, they make good decisions. Like they're doing a lot of studies.
1: You don't know um, what the market research behind the scenes is, right? Like it's—I uh, mean, we know for a fact, being a video game podcast, that there you go, mobile makes so much money. We play t- so many examples. All the Nintendo games crush in uh, mobile mobile earnings. Yep. Um, uh, the League of Legends mobile.
0: Oh God, is,
1: is doing really well. I, from yep. what I've seen, uh, essentially any mobile mark, any game brought to the mobile market it has been doing really well, and there's a se- there's a reason why <laughs> all your app stores are riddled with copycat <sighs> games and uh say reskins of games. And, oh yeah, uh, yeah, because the money's there.
0: The money's there. You know what I was thinking the other day? It would be a great Nintendo game on mobile, Pikmin.
1: Yeah, the, kind of like. You Pretty point, chill.
0: you're pointing and clicking, right, to yeah, get onto something. Tapping. If you wanted to, like, uh, group up your Pikmin, like you normally with different colors and stuff like, you just circle, and then yeah. you could, like, you circle them, and then with two fingers, you can move them over somewhere. Like, yeah, I think it would uh, work great. Definitely,
1: definitely could. Uh, sure.
0: What is what is fascinating about this number is people are like, oh, okay, well, we made 100 million. Well, it'll go down. Diablo Immortal was just released in China on July 25th, and it's expected <sighs> to add significantly to total spending onto this. It was, after two days, it was the most downloaded app on the App Store in China, and that's across all apps, not games, all fucking apps. So like, I mean, Facebook and stuff isn't isn't really as existent out there, but like Weibo out there, WeChat, like fucking past that, Diablo Immortal, past that shit in China.
1: Incredible.
0: Yeah, and 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 spending by region so far, the United States was number one, followed by South Korea and Japan.
1: Well. Wow not surprised with South Korea, Japan, they're crazy mobile, mobile gamers over there, but that's, that is surprising having the North American market leading Mm -hmm. the way uh, Mm in, in that game. I only know at least, I only know one person that's playing Diablo immortal. I've thought about trying it out, but I, I haven't yet.
0: Yeah. And uh, just to add to this in terms of like the good business decisions that the business makes, which, makes sense, is uh, Activision Blizzard uh launched Call of Duty Mobile in 2019 and has reportedly made $1.5 billion for microtransactions oh, so far. Jesus. Okay, And in 2020, Activision Blizzard said that the plan is to bring every one of its franchises to mobile over time in some capacity. Why would <laughs> we'll you not crap. when you make that much money, bro?
1: Yeah. It, that always That always makes me think of imagine playing world of warcraft on mobile or actually worst of all imagine playing starcraft mobile i i can't even i can't even fathom it
0: (laughs) right i know and what's crazy is this might all soon be owned by microsoft if the government approves it
1: it's true yeah that's a huge acquisition
0: oh my god it's massive 75 billion dollars sale to microsoft
1: incredible
0: it's crazy but they we'll made the right happens. move. I mean, that just goes to show you, like, I think the gaming community is really super harsh on stuff. You know, do I really want a Diablo mobile thing as a gamer? No. But it's not built for me. It's 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 meant to get somebody. It's, if you're really hardcore and you, want, and you love Diablo, you're probably going to try it out. Let's be real. Let's be yeah. real. But the majority of people that are going to try it out are going to go, what the hell is this game? This feels like a full-fledged game or close to a full-fledged game to them on their device. And they're going to play that, and then they're going to hear that Diablo 5, Diablo 6, Diablo 7, Diablo 8 over the years comes out. They're going to be attached to those, and they're going to play those games. And they're yep. going to buy those games for $60, $70, $80, $90, $100, or the collector's edition, a pop. And they're yep. going to play those games. And then they're going to be a hardcore gamer in terms of a hardcore Diablo fan, and they're netted into that ecosystem.
1: And that 100%. is brilliant.
0: That is that's, the whole that's... reason for this.
1: That's the the big play in, in, in the gaming landscape is is, uh, capturing the largest audience you possibly can because uh, I will make you the most money. I mean, it's simple. Business yeah, strategy. a smart
0: business move needs to happen. Businesses need to make money to stay afloat. These guys are making tons of money. So I'm happy for them. That's fantastic that they're making Good the money. They, they made the right business decision. People don't have to lose their jobs. This is great. Probably going to create maybe more I'll, jobs. Maybe
1: I'll download it and give it a shot.
0: No, God, I don't know. I don't know about that. But what I do know is that that will wrap this show up. Those super quick 45 minutes, bro. This was uh, this was great. Eric, I really appreciate you coming on, dude, and 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 filling in for Brody. Well, Brody has to uh, work late this evening, um, which blows uh, for Brody. Uh,
1: Yeah. That's, but, that sure does blow. But he'll be back
0: next week, <laughs> but, and, and I'll be on next week as well. It'll be a normal episode of Diggity. But dude, it's been great having you on here. Because yeah, uh, thanks for filling in. It's just we 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 talked uh, at the beginning of the show of like, man, of all the times you've listened to the show or modded or anything like that, it's like how have you not been on? <laughs> I, I know. And show.
1: like, I I like to credit myself as being the first fan of Diggity. Uh, yeah. But, uh, I mean, maybe, but... Yeah,
0: I think on the audio side of stuff, probably. You're, I mean, you're probably one of the, I remember sending it to you when we first did it. And we're like, here's an audio version of the podcast. Listen to it. Listen up, man. Listen to it. Tell me what you think or whatever. So, you're probably not wrong. You're probably the first one that that listened, honestly. Yeah. So, thanks, man, for coming on with that. And uh, thanks for listening. If this is your first time listening to us, uh, please consider uh, adding this podcast to your podcast library and subscribing to our podcast, whether it's the audio version or... Or subscribe to our YouTube channel, Spawn Camp on YouTube, where you can get some great pop culture, some great nerdy stuff, some great Gun Plus stuff on there as well, and content all over the place. Uh, again, you can watch us live on YouTube and Twitch uh, every Thursday evening, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And the audio version of the podcast was up every uh, Friday morning the Buck down at uh, 5.30 a.m., baby. So you can... Uh, Get us listening into your, or you can listen to us in your ears in the morning commute as you drive. It's Friday, you know. As you roll out of bed. Roll out of bed and you realize, clothes, we can't PJs, come in. go sit in front we of your can't. computer. Yeah.
1: Go into your meeting because you work from home.
0: <laughs> yeah. If you work from home, cool. Boot us up, listen to us. If you're working in the office like I do, get up, get a little pizzazz your in drive. your step because you're listening to us, you know. Wake up, take your morning dump, hear my voice. It's awesome. I love it.
1: <laughs> that's the uh the, i i i miss my commutes now now that i'm working from home for this new job i uh diggity used to be my the my commute. go-to uh, among other podcasts uh going to tune from work but
0: i we were i, I was get. just talking about this just before we close up but i was just honestly it's a little off topic but I, I i did discuss this with somebody else too and it's like you're in that environment right like you're in the in the in the work environment and then that fifteen, that ten, that fifteen, that twenty-minute drive is like a reset to the next yeah. environment, which is at home. Exactly. It is kind of it's, interesting, like how it it's all something just that works. You're missing sometimes. Yeah, it's a it's a reset. Like okay, cool, time to be at home now, right? Where it can be really hard for some people, right? But yeah. all right, well, uh, again, thank you so much, Eric, and thank uh, you for having me. Yeah, no problem, dude. I'll do this again for sure, and sure. Uh, we will uh, see you guys later. See ya.